0: This is Michelle McKenzie and welcome to the WTF podcast where we demystify entrepreneurship and the fog around funding. Why invest in Airbnb when you can invest in a hotel? My guest is Tyler Flowers. She's an entrepreneur, VP of Investor Relations and Managing Partner at Smile Hospitality Inc., hotel owner, published author, and hospitality real estate investor with over 15 years of experience in hospitality in the hospitality industry. In this episode, we discuss why she started Smile Hospitality, the pathway from host to hotel ownership for everyday folks, and her incredible capital raise with Smile Hospitality. Tyla, welcome to the WTF Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So in full disclosure, Tyla is not a stranger to the podcast we've met before Mm -hmm. And under slightly different circumstances, and you've pivoted your business, it was still in hospitality, but it was a little bit different to what you're doing with Smile Hospitality now. So what is Smile Hospitality and what is the problem that you are solving?
1: Okay. Well, truly, we haven't pivoted that much from the original um, you know, concept that we discussed the first time we were here. Um, Smile Hospitality was the parent company or is the parent company of the other um, hotels and boutique resorts that we had in the um, in the portfolio. So now we are looking at Smile Hospitality as a whole. And our mission really is to um, transition the Caribbean to more sustainable Hospitality and tourism, because we know as living on and an island. I'm here for that. Yes, living on an island, sustainability is imperative to maintaining lifestyles and uh, you know just the daily life of millions of people in the Caribbean on these islands. So um, the the problem that we're solving. And if anyone is paying
0: attention to what's going on with climate change and how that impacts islands then sustainability becomes even more important.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And we're we're here for the luxury and we're here for the experience, but we want to be able to do an experience that doesn't have to impact the planet or the people and yet still make our profit. That's what sustainability is all all about, right? Planet people profits. So um, not only are we benefiting the planet, but also the people on these respective islands. For example, um, in Anguilla, we are um, putting a electric, I'm sorry, yes, electric bus that will be able to transport the locals around the island and it's free free rides. You know, and that's one of the ways that we give back. We're not, um, you know, adding to the carbon footprint. We're just now saying, hey, we're on your island. We are making money here. We're doing our thing. What's free rides, you know, if we're getting powered by electricity? <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So you recently hosted an online webinar titled From Superholes to Hotel Owner. Give me the highlights of the information shared in that webinar about the process to become a hotel owner.
1: Yes. So, you know, in that webinar, I'm really just kind of, um, I guess, the Mythbusters of this whole uh, let's go out, let's go buy Airbnb. Um, assets or properties and then put them on these platforms and we're going to make a whole lot of money and we're going to be able to do this and that. And all that is just not true to the numbers, you know, and in that that webinar, I'm talking about the numbers, you know, this is what really matters. And, you know, I I touch on a bit about how in the USA, the average daily rate on Airbnb is one hundred and fifty dollars while the average occupancy is 48%. So half the year, over half the year, your property is likely to sit empty and you're only making $150 off of those those assets. Then we add in all the other fees, your mortgage or lease, and you know, in my example that I that I use on the webinar is you end up with negative $50 a year. You know, so you actually spent more on your Airbnb than you actually made. And that's that's a very that's a nice example. You know, people are losing thousands of dollars on these short term platforms. And even further, there are new legislations coming out about short-term rentals. You know, for example, in Atlanta, you can only have two Airbnbs now and you must live in the city of Atlanta and one of those Airbnbs must be your primary re- residency. So they are making laws to make it to where it's nearly impossible to do a business to the scale like we saw people doing before on Airbnb, having five properties here, six properties there. Um, and in, in New York, they say that the that the um, period that they're staying can't be fewer than 30 days, but what's a short term rental fewer than 30 days. So, you know, now you're running into all types of, you know, mm-hmm. legal troubles and you will be fined. They will find you if they find out that you are, are going against the recent legislation. So really, I'm just really um, urging people to look at the full bit, ben- the, the full, the full picture of of short-term rental and not to pick on Airbnb but it's just one of the most popular platforms out there but they're verbal and all the other ones are the same you know having huge fees you know and when i really want to to open people's minds to is hotel investment because in a buying a, per, a residential property you don't get the same tax benefits and cash flow and experience that you do in a hotel and um, we kind of create a pathway to ownership and we briefly cover about how to get the education, join and build a team, create your investment thesis and hire experts. And, you know, those those are the the pathway to getting started in the, the hotel industry.
0: As easy a pathway, because as you mentioned, now there are legislations that are making it more difficult. You explain another pathway that people might be less f- familiar with. How mm-hmm. easy or difficult a pathway is that, and can you walk us down that pathway
1: to, to hotel ownership? It, yes. it is a it is a difficult pathway to hotel ownership. I'm going to be honest, you know, it's not easy. You know, if you're looking for easy this is not the path for you you know but the the thing with hotel ownership is the the outcome you know it surpasses anything easy that you could do you know so you know it's it's we have an 11 step program that you saw in our book that will walk someone through each step of you know hotel ownership but the first and most important thing is to get the education. You should then looking at your team and building a team, but definitely not a solo man sport by any stretch of the imagine, imagination. Um, and after you have your team, I mean, and these kind of can happen at the same time, but creating your investment thesis and knowing um what type of investments, what type of hotels, are you going to do boutiques, limited service, you know, these all-inclusive resorts. There's all types of um, sectors, even within the hospitality um, area. And and lastly is hiring experts. You You want an attorney, you need an attorney. And I don't advise you do. You can't do it without an attorney. And a lot of times as black folks, we don't like to pay for attorneys. We say we can't afford them or, you know, I I need this. And And it costs you more in the
0: long run to not consult
1: them. You're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail in real estate. That's, That's what it is. I mean, when we're talking about fundraising and capital raise, I don't think we talk enough about the legal ramifications of not raising capital properly with the, with the proper, you know, through the proper channels and the tro- proper um, legal back backing, you can end up in jail. You know, they, that is a very real, the SEC and the IRS. That's who we say. We don't play with, you know, those two, we don't mess with around here. So And that's a
0: critical point to underscore, making sure that you understand that. You're talking about education and all these things that people have to know. Where's a good place to start? Is that with your book potentially monopolizing the game? Let's say I know nothing, but I'm interested. Mm -hmm. Where should I start?
1: Mm -hmm. So, yes, the book. uh, So the book, I would say, was written more for people who have some Mm -hmm. sort of working knowledge of the hospitality so we have a a monopolizing the game university that we just recently launched this month that takes you from point a to z and then through the phonetic alphabet as well so we make sure that you um you have everything that you need including those legal documents including connections in the building, those relationships, those imperative relationships that you need in the um, hotel industry, because, you know, in addition to the, the attorneys, you know, you need franchise relationships. If you're going to franchise, if you're not going to franchise, you need relationships with, you know, that your, your renovations, your FF&E, and, you know, all these other type of, um, people who are involved What's in the hotel and
0: for people who are not familiar with that term
1: yep sorry Furn- furniture fixtures and equipment so these are all the you know the beddings the the bed itself the sinks itself and then you have soft goods like the bedding so you know all these things there are suppliers that will make sure that you have these five star you know industry grade you know types of um, equipment so um with that you all you also need relationships with brokers so that you can maintain a good deal flow because this is truly a numbers game you know you need Plenty of deals coming in because you're going to put out many offers. A lot of them are going to get rejected and you're going to get that one or two. You, you, you constantly need a deal flow. So I always tell people that this game is all about numbers, but monopolizing the, the game university is a great place to start. Um, we have a series of video lessons instructor-led courses that we even have an SEC attorney that you can meet and talk with and ask your questions. Um, we, we offer so many resources for um, Black and Brown um, aspiring hotelers.
0: Where do aspiring hotelers find information about monopolizing the game course? Is it... sure? Rolling enrollment is it cohort based? How do they sign up?
1: Yeah, so it is rolling enrollment, um, and also we have we have two different programs for it. We have an associates program and our graduates program. The associates program are for people who still need help with their credit because two of our biggest challenges as Black people in this industry are capital and credit. So we don't have capital and we don't have credit. So the associates program is designed to help you enhance your credit and do the things that you need to do so you can get a good working knowledge of things and start to build out your, uh, your team as well. So you get experience network and your personal and business credit enhanced. And then we have the graduates course and that means that you have credit and some capital. You don't need to have all you know, capital because we like to raise other people's money, you know, so that's that's the, the, the way we go. But, you know, this graduate program means that you're financially ready, but now you just need the information to complete your first acquisition and become an asset on the team. So that's more in-depth training on sourcing deals, negotiations, structuring your business, creating Win win situations for everyone. Um, you know, so monopolizing the game dot university, that's where you would find everything that you need to know and look at our programs that we have.
0: I'm speaking with Tala Flowers, hotel owner and VP of investor relations and managing partner at Smile Hospitality Inc. Tala, you mentioned capital and credit how much capital would someone need? Let's say they've got their credit together to pursue this pathway of becoming a hotel owner. You did mention yeah, that, so that the whole game is about raising other people's capital, but I assume you need to have some of your own to start.
1: Yeah. Um, that's the still, it's a complex question to answer and I'll tell you why, because it depends on the, the, the deal. First and foremost, but if we are, I just throw some kind of ambiguous numbers out there um, of $2 million deal and you need at least, at least 50,000 in soft costs, at least if you have $50,000 to work with you, you're, you're in a better position to, to start raising other people's money because there's the initial, you know, things that you have to do before you start raising capital and 50,000 may be over, you know, that's just an estimate. So don't take the number too hard, but, you know, you have appraisals, you have things like feasibility studies, those things kind of come out of pocket in the beginning. They're $5,000 here, $10,000 here. You're working with an attorney. That's another thousand dollars there, 25,000, you know, whatever. Whoever you're working with, that's why I said the number is kind of like 50 to start will get you started. Definitely. And if you have $50,000 credit and credit, then monopolizing the game is definitely the graduate program is definitely a great place for you to start to get past to hotel ownership.
0: Now, let's talk about capital raise, because you did mention the game is about raising other people's money, other people's capital. And I know you've raised a substantial amount of capital, I believe over 50 million, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Walk us through mm-hmm. that process of the capital raise. Let's say you have your startup cash, your startup mm-hmm. capital, your 50,000. Mm-hmm. We're just working with that number. What's the next step to raising other people's capital?
1: Yes, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. That's so, what I do over here. I ask great questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so first, all right, you, you need a deal. All right, you need a good deal. You know, find finding those f- good deals come and bad so the bad deals. So identifying a great deal and then structuring that deal. Right, So that it is a, a win for the investors, a win for you, and a win for the seller as well. So everybody, I call it a win, win, win. Everybody wins in this, this type of structure. Um, it, it starts with what I call getting in the room and getting in the right rooms.
0: How do I get in the room? Who, who leads me to where the door is? Who walks me in and makes the introduction?
1: Uh huh. And this game you have to pay to play. So if you're willing to drop $1,600 and some people might be like for a conference, we might like, okay, $1,600 is way too much to be going to a conference, but Mm -hmm. a drop $1,600 a quarter in a conference. Now, now this is where your soft costs, your $50,000 start to go because now you need to get in the right rooms. You need to join associations. You need to attend conferences find these events and you got to pay your way into those rooms every time and on average they cost about $1600. So and you then need to understand travel. that what you're paying for, you're not paying for a conference. You're paying for access. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Paying for access is how we what what we started off. You know, doing is finding the the top conferences in the room. I mean in the in the city in the country, in our sector, which is the Caribbean, so there's a Chicos conference, conference, which is the Caribbean Hotel Investment Conference. You know, I'm I'm there, I'm here. The next you need to, after you pay to play and you join those associations and you go where the high net worth individuals go, the next thing you need to do is make sure you learn the language.
0: Before so, we go to language, proper,
1: Tyler, can we go back a little? Are there sure. some other
0: conferences and associations that you can name because we want people to be able to take notes and take action that you can name so people can write down they could go look them up and get more info
1: absolutely so if you are serious about the hotel industry then you must enter's investment conference which is in atlanta georgia usually around march into february march somewhere around that time frame um, that's a great conference. You'll this past conference, there was sixteen hundred people there, you know, and this is this is the conference. This is where you get your data. This is where you get a lot of information about what's going on. And then and there are investors there looking to invest. There's franchise franchisers there. Anybody, the brokers are there. Anybody involved. That is a, a good Um, overall conference to go to. Now, when we start talking about me personally, um, I also attend BELLA, which is B-L-L-A. I'm a member of BELLA, which is the Boutique Lifestyle Association. And they they have their boutique hotel investment conferences in New York. They have a women's investment conference in New York in July. Um, Those are some great conferences to attend. Um, The... CEO and founder of Francis Karajian. She actually was a speaker at our immersion last weekend, the Monopolizing the Game immersion. So we um, we had we really appreciated her coming and speaking. Um, a, another conference, um, the Chicos, as I stated. There's another the Star Conference, which is the data provider for hotels. They sold out for the first time in their history. <laughs> Um, This past conference and that one is in August. And that's a great conference. That's a great conference. If you want to know the data, the real numbers going on in in the hotel industry, Uh, just to name a few. Those are just a few. But um, for those who really want to pay to play, there's family offices, you know, and those are institutional. I'm not sure that just anyone can get in the, no, those No, not rooms, just but, anyone. Those are right, very no, discreet. To... <laughs> very, very discreet. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Well right. we we are, you know, blessed to have a CFO who is very involved in that world. He's a former banking president. So we are in all the rooms. You know, um however those are those are a couple of them off the top of the head that I could think of.
0: So once you have access once you get in the room, you need to know the language. Tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about the language that you need to know so sure. that the others in the room get a sense that, okay, this person is serious. They know the language. They're here to talk business.
1: I mean, I could, the, the simplest example I can give you is in, in hospitality, in hotel, if you go check in, you're going to say, I want to check into my room, right? Uh, you need the key to your room. And hospitality, if we're talking about the investment side, we don't call them rooms, we call them keys. So if you go into a, a, a conference and you're talking about how many rooms your hotel has, people are going to kind of look at you a little cross-eyed. And you like, out they as a rookie? Yeah, you, yeah, you've definitely done that. And then some people, they kind of expose themselves. They have experience in commercial real estate with multifamily. But in multifamily, they call them doors. So you come over to hospitality, you call them doors. Now we're looking at you like you still don't know what you're talking about, you know. But we see that you have some, some, some experience in commercial real estate.
0: I don't know, Tyler. Y'all sound a little judgy over there, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> just a
1: little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. And you know, key metrics, know your numbers. I mean, we're a, we're a, a. Um, a company that is very serious about numbers, the true numbers. So we need to know the ADR, which is the average daily rate, the occupancy, the rev par, which is the revenue per available rooms. We want to know all these things. And when asks you, what is the ADR? You can't say, excuse me, what's that? You know, that's not, they're going to be like, oh, you don't even know what the ADR is. Like, they be like, you "Want to sell me a hotel, who, who,
0: but... who? Who? let her in? Come right. get her. She's not ready for the room."
1: <laughs> right, right. And um, you know, outside of learning the le- the language, and this is still what I would consider very much a part of the language is knowing knowing what you're offering. You're not selling anything. You're not selling a a, a hotel to invest. You're offering them an opportunity to invest their money and make a return on it. So you must be able to speak to them, not like a a groupie, if you will, of oh, you're a high network in, you know individual. I, I would love for you to look at this. This is, I've been working on this, I love this. No, they just want to know one thing. What are the numbers? And are you capable of executing what you say? Yes. <laughs> So those would be my 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 basis of getting in the room. And then once you're in the room, knowing what you're talking about. about. So this has been incredibly informative. And as we get ready
0: to wrap up, what are the most important things that people who might be interested in getting into real estate and real estate capital raise, what should they know and do? If they're serious about this, what are the next if steps? Let's say they listen to this podcast and they're interested. What else should they do? Maybe they check your credit that. score to make sure they've got credit.
1: I mean, I feel like you should check your credit score anyways. If you don't know Regardless. what your credit score is, you check your credit score so you can know <laughs> first and foremost. But if you're serious about this, I, I would say... Definitely enroll, but understand that this is not a, an easy path. It's not a get rich quick uh, and know what you're up against. As far as, you know, um, there, are, if you're a black woman or a black man, that only that, that, we only make up less than 1% of all hotels in the U S. So really what we're doing is.
0: so. Let's be frank ben, and say, let's be frank and say, As a black man or a black woman or a person of color who's looking to get in the game, what are some additional things that you might confront as you try to monopolize this game that you should be aware of or prepared for?
1: Well, I would say, be prepared to show proof of funds. (laughs) And I say that because that's one thing that we get hounded for more than anyone else, I believe. And the best way to kind of combat that or deal with that is to build a team out so that it's not just looking at your credit or your, your income, but you have a team, uh, you're partnering with somebody who has a net worth of whatever, or who is an accredited investor already. And now you have people looking at that person and it's not all about you. So the next thing is to talk, I'm like-minded individuals, you know, join a community, join a community of like-minded individuals, find people who who want the same things that you do because you can't do it by yourself.
0: You can't do it by yourself. Tyler. Thanks so much for stopping by the WTF Podcast. Before we go, tell us where we can find, follow, get more information one more time before we go.
1: Sure. So you can find me on LinkedIn at Tyler Flowers, and you'll see me um, at Smile Hospitality. Um, Also visit smilehospitality.co and monopolizingthegame.university. And you will find all of all of me and be able to reach me directly through those platforms.
0: Thank you so much. And to the listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you learned things that you didn't know before that you could now consider. I hope you've got enough information to maybe follow up on some of the leads and some of the things that Tyler said, that hopefully, if you're super interested, that might lead you to enroll in monopolizing the game and start your your journey as a hotel owner so with that being said thank you very much tyler for stopping by listeners please make sure you join me you're welcome please make sure you join me next friday for another episode of the wtf podcast on the alive podcast network Make sure that you follow the podcast on Instagram at where's the funding underscore podcast and follow me, your host, Michelle J. McKenzie on LinkedIn. See you next Friday for another episode.